I welcome you all to the funeral of Jack Besea's fantasy football team. Thank you all for being here. Moshe Golubchik, Dylan Allen, myself, Gideon Fox in attendance. As we're here to memorialize Jack Besea and what he thought was going to be a fantastic fantasy football year, guided by Trey Lance. Jack, we're all here for you. And this is a safe place where you can share Prayers, your buddy. Hey, man. Our I, thoughts are all with you in this difficult time. I, just five minutes ago, was showing Gideon my other fantasy football team that is cooking right now. So, it's not oh, all Oh, way to change the subject, Jack. Not oh, no, 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 we're, no, going, no, we're going whoa, back whoa. to your team. <laughs> That's it. I'm That's putting the dead. funeral music back on. Josh Allen and Nick Chubb. I don't want to hear about this other league. Kill, this like, is irrelevant. Is coming right now. Back. Yeah, put it back up. We're going back to your team. This is WRSU. We're talking about that league. Listen, Trey Lance listen, listen. done and Dalton Schultz done right. And, I don't, I don't know and by the way, year, for but. those I don't know if you guys saw, but Jack did change his name from Trey Lancelot to the failed Trey Lance experiment this <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> the failed Trey experiment. Yeah, that's, listen, that's I've been on. I've been working the phones today. If you're in the WRSU fantasy sports fantasy football league, you have heard from me today. So that is that is, is accurate. <laughs> I have I received have, the text. I have some. I have I as have well. Some, uh, Everyone in the studio has received the text today, so. Um, <laughs> you know, Mo, he asked me for your phone number, too. I know. Like, do you have Mo's number? <laughs> yeah. By the way, Jack, I, just, I didn't have your though. number until last <laughs> week. Somebody. I just saved it off when Giddy made the uh, the crew text thread. Yeah, for some reason, I just never saved it. But, yeah, it's, it's honestly, it's a rough time. It's, it's a rough time right now. But, uh, you know, tough times make great pe- great players, so you never know. It's adversity, Jack. It's adversity. That's all it is. It's adversity. Look, just It's only just week watch. two. Just watch my comeback. That's keep praying on my downfall. Just watch my comeback. That's all I'm gonna hey, say. Hey, we're not praying on your downfall. We're just we're just telling the story are, of the yeah, downfall. Jack, we are That's here. The only me, we are here to you, support. We're praying. You we're praying for your downfall. Let me take we're you, not praying on we're it. We're praying with your downfall. We're, we're, we're trying to help you. We're Let trying me to take help you through my Sunday yesterday. So I'm watching Please football. Do. It was pretty good on red zone, and I'm following my fantasy football matchup. Jalen Waddle is tearing apart the Ravens. Even though the Dolphins were getting torn apart too, Jalen Waddle was up to like 20 points at halftime, and I was like, "Okay, I'm sitting, I'm feeling pretty good." Trey Lance and Debo haven't played. Najee's doing terrible. <laughs> Etn's doing terrible, but it doesn't matter. Like, I got Dalton Schultz. Juju Smith was terrible, but it doesn't matter. Gideon Gideon doesn't have Pittman. Like, I think we'll be pretty good. And is okay. I think we get the point now. With this music, <laughs> to be honest, Jack says as his tears are streaming down his face. Yeah, I think we get. He's had that. enough. So hold on, ESPN is just letting us um, have this ad right now. I don't know what this I was kind of liking it though behind it because you were, you were getting to the point where you're like at the, the climax like, of this hold on, hold on, I'm not there yet. Just, I, Fantasy's got this Snickers ad that I have to get through. Anyway, oh, okay. here we go. So, oh yeah, by the way, I in my two weeks of fantasy football in WRSU, I have not had a tight end put up a single point. Last week, or, I meant on, on the opposing side. Cole Komet for Dylan McCoy last week did put a, a zero burger, and today and yesterday for Gideon Hunter Henry did not register a single point. Yes, sir. But thank you for putting the music back on. This just makes it so much better because you're <laughs> I telling, was like slowly lifting the fader up to see how long on, Jack back on to the subject. <laughs> we're sitting at about like maybe three o'clock at the beginning of the witching hour. Um, I'm sitting with like a 67% chance to win. Like Najee Harris is not doing what I drafted him to do, but he's still producing. And Jalen Waddle's still eating. Like, I think the Dolphins are down by about, like, maybe two or three scores at this point. So, this is when it all starts turn to uh, 
the word I can't say on FCC airwaves. So the Dolphins co- have their comeback, right? Great for the Dolphins. Probably great for JJ or Jalen Waddle. Not great for me is that Gideon has Tua on his team, who goes absolutely <laughs> nuclear. <laughs> Changes the entire complexion of our fantasy matchup in a blink of an eye because I'm seeing my percentage of chance of winning just fall the every with every touchdown because Tua is just dotting up to Tyree Kill the entire way down the field. I'm like, okay, if you're going to make a comeback, at least throw the Jalen Waddle the entire time. But he was throwing the Tyreek. He was throwing to Mike Kosicki. Tua has his best game of his entire career, right? So... By the end of the Dolphins game, Jalen Waddell has 40 points, which is unbelievable, right? But Tua has 38. He nearly matched him. He nearly matched him in points. So it was the classic Jalen Waddell goes crazy, and Tua and Tua is on the other team, his quarterback. So it's if you played fantasy, you understand what I'm talking about. So sitting now with like maybe a 45% chance to win after like 15 minutes ago, like having a 67% chance to win, and I was like, okay. Hold on, we got some new music. You know what? We got Debo. We got Trey Lance. We got Dalton Schultz. We should be able to get some targets because, you know, uh, Cooper Rush is playing and he probably won't trust his receivers that much. And sure enough, honestly didn't know. I ha- I was I turned on the Cowboys game, so I didn't really know. I didn't know what happened. All I saw was like, are you okay? Dill McCoy texted me, are you okay? And then Gideon texted me, bro, I'm so sorry. I'm like looking at it like, I don't know what's going on. And then I got the notification. I was like, okay, that's what they're talking about. So, yes, Trey Lance, uh, unfortunately for him and, and for, for you. me. And, yeah. and for Actually, no. And I for Palumbo. I can't even leagues. say for 49ers Nation because it seems like that they're all waiting for Jimmy G to come in yeah. anyway. So, and Jimmy G did kind of ball out yesterday. <laughs> Jimmy this is G, like our discussion with Rutgers. Jimmy is ranking as like the luckiest <laughs> man on the entire face of the planet right now. Yes. Because if did you guys seen on Twitter like his contract in- incentives? Yeah. Because I think like he gets like what a two hundred fifty thousand dollar bonus for playing twenty five percent of the snaps in a game per game. So basically, from here on out, unless he gets hurt, he's, he's gonna making two hundred fifty k extra a game. And he also gets a hundred thousand extra if it's a win. So win. So he made three hundred fifty k this past game for coming off the bench. Just for coming off the bench, people. Just for putting his he's helmet one of the on. Luckiest people on planet Earth. Jack, can I twist the knife a little bit? <laughs> Two was my backup quarterback. You know who my starting quarterback yeah, is? Zach Dak Prescott. We know. <laughs> That's what I think was you the poetic know what the part of this game. Were last week, I was going to give. Gideon, a quarterback. We were in active <laughs> conversations to trade Matt Ryan. And now... Who got like one point. Who got one point. We <laughs> were in active conversations to, to trade I Matt Ryan. And then Tua just goes absolutely nuclear. And I want to add something real quick. This hold time on. last week, we were doing the same exact segment. But in fairness to Matt Cowboys. Ryan, hold on. In fairness to Matt Ryan, he got 1.8 points. So look, <laughs> I'm not one to back down. It's going to be a. It's going to be. I. I never really trade in fantasy, so this is honestly kind of new to me. When you stick, when I have, when I stick with my team that's drafting, or that I drafted, and I kind of just let it rock. But this is kind of insane circumstances, so I have. To, I have to. I have to lay out all the options. So, you know, this is like. It's honestly like I felt great about this team when I start when I started the season, and it's just been awful, like. I guess one, one, just to wrap it up, going down the line, Trey Lance, gone for the season. Najee Harris has been a shell of himself. I drafted him 11th. I was so hyped, and he hasn't even broken 15 points yet. 
Travis Etienne is the bus of bus so far. He's been I hate him. Travis Etienne has been oy, actually oy. terrible because James he we saw it in week one. He had two touchdown passes that he one dropped and two tra- Trevor Lawrence overthrew him. And that was it. James Robinson is now the lead guy in in Jacksonville. Debo Samuel's been mid for what I'm expecting from him. Jalen Waddle's been the only guy who's been good. Can shout out Jalen Waddle. He's been He's like he nearly had half my points last week. Dalton Schultz had a good good game last week. Was awful last week or good game against the Bucks. Awful last week against the Bengals in terms of fantasy. And now he might be hurt. Juju was an absolute dud, complete dud. I was on Thursday night. I was debating with my brother about who I should start: Michael Carter or Juju. And Juju was just awful. Four fantasy points. And then the Panthers' defense could have been better. Dustin Hopkins, he's a kicker. I don't really care. So <laughs> it's like it, it's, been, it's been rough out here. It's been rough out here in these I'm streets. not too far behind you, man. And I had a similar problem. Not as bad because Lance is out for the year, but I had a couple of injuries on my team. Kamara did not play. Kittle didn't play for the second straight week. Mm-hmm. So I had to sit them both. At least you got a win last week, though. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. You did. You did. I did get a win. But, as we expected. But... This week was just horrible for yeah. my team. Running down the team, Rashad Penny, one and a half points. He only had 15 yards. Uh, Judy, did he get hurt? Because yeah. now he's questionable. Yes, Judy okay. got hurt yesterday. He got me two points. Uh, Michael Thomas has been good for you. Michael Thomas has been very good for me. Yeah. I can't complain there. So, again, Kittle did not play, so I had to start Moali Cox, who was on my bench. Now, would you be surprised if I told you he scored more points than the damn quarterback on the damn team? 1.9 points, so essentially two. Greg Dorch was a good pickup by me off the waivers. He had another good week. He got me 15 and a half. Uh, last week he had 13, so that's a good waiver wire pickup by me. But foolish Dylan started the Cleveland Browns defense, and we all saw what happened Ooh. in the last two minutes of that game. That's not even foolish. Like You should have expected better from the Browns. So they got me zero points, and uh, I have my kicker who's projected eight tonight. And uh, Dalvin Cook ready to and go, but by the, the way, just terrible this week. By the way, so I'm gonna lose. For, I'm, I'm happy that you're happy about the Giants winning, but I'm not gonna say congratulations to you about the Giants winning. Okay. What is going on with Kadarius Tony? Is he like? Is he like just gonna be uh, demoted to like the Canadian Dable, Football League or something? Dable actually apologized for it yesterday. Did what for, is going on with that man? For his lack of production, and I don't remember what his what his explanation was, but he did talk about it like he has fallen off an absolute cliff yeah, i don't know i really don't know and it's yeah. surprising to me too because wandell robinson was inactive it wasn't like he was in there over him literally him and galladay barely played at richie james again i think he got the most yards for the giants and he was signed to be a punt returner at the beginning of the year um to be like a like a low budget punt return signing and he has now been the leading receiver wow well, I don't know about last week because Shepard had the big touchdown, but other than that, he's I think he's had the biggest volume of targets. So to answer your question, Jack, I really don't know um, why he's not playing. This is obviously something that the coaching staff sees that we don't see because, well, we don't have access to practices and stuff. But Right, right. Um, what I will say is 2-0, baby, and if the Eagles lose tonight, we are in sole possession of first place in the NFC East. Haven't been able okay. to say that one in okay. a while. I will say that. First time we're 2-0 since 2016. And I've been seeing graphics all over the internet. 
of just like the previous coaching staffs over the years. So 2017 through 2021, through the first two weeks, we've been 0 and 2 every year. This year we're 2 and 0. Um, All right, amen. Hey, right. So Brian Dable, good win. Daniel Jones, I still need to see more from you, but he didn't lose us the game this time, yeah. which I I can't say all that often. Usually he's the reason why we lose when it comes down to it, but if he was more of a game manager and he he came up clutch in the end, converted a couple first downs and got the win. Look, so, that that's all you got to do sometimes. If go. we're gonna if we're gonna switch the subject over to actual NFL instead of fantasy, we'll get back to fantasy. Like. Come on now. Like, did you see last night? No. I, I was working. You, you, were I didn't, not, I, you were not watching? I didn't even get... See, now, turn that off for a second. Unlike, no, I'm going to keep it on. Unlike your hiking... There was funeral music. Hang on, make sure this on, is like, clean. It is. It okay. is. It All right. Is. All I was going to say was, unlike your hiking excuse, I was working on Sunday, so I couldn't watch... I couldn't even watch the Giants game. I had to watch highlights on NFL's YouTube at like 9 o'clock at night to figure out what happened. I did see the final score, did not watch a lick of the game. So you'll have to fill me in. Well, I'll be very happy, too. There we you go. We are them boys. We are them oh, boys. Oh, God. Cooper one Rush one. is officially a boy now. He's we need the, Dak he's back. A part of the- we need Dak back. I, I will not <laughs> well, tolerate Dak. Well, you're 0-1 with Dak, and you're 1-0 with Cooper Rush. Yeah. <laughs> and the yeah, numbers don't lie. I can't numbers explain don't that, lie. but we need Dak back. More points I, I with Cooper. I will not Cooper. tolerate any Dak slander, but I am so happy that he's we so actually won that game. He's so average. So average. Stop <laughs> the hate. Stop the hate. Oy, oy it's not Man. hate. It's uh, a realistic view. Listen. Just like I just like I think Daniel Listen. Jones is one of the worst quarterbacks I've ever my, seen. My confidence <laughs> in my <laughs> my confidence in my I Dallas got two Cowboys. words for you. Geno Smith. Oh God. And Mitch Trubisky needs to be benched. Kenny Pickett needs to start. We'll okay, get into okay. that later. Look, look, look. Hold on, hold on. We'll get into that later. Najee That's a little Harris. tease. Get, the NFL can you give Najee Harris the ball about like 35 times? Because I think this is the only time he'll get over 20 points in a fantasy game. Anyway, back to the Cowboys. I was at an all-time low in my confidence in them going into this week because and right, we, we, lost our, we lost our quarterback. Um, you know, the, de- the offense was the only – we were the only team last week to not score a touchdown, like, at all. Like, we were the only team to not score a touchdown in week one. You were, we're, like, the last you were te- like Iowa. Yeah, the NFL. It, it was awful. Like, not even like a Shaquan Loyal, like, t- <laughs> tip pass interception for a touchdown. Nothing. So, with that combined with losing Dak Prescott for a couple weeks, I was just so rock bottom in my support. And last yesterday came as a very pleasant surprise. I mean, Michael Parsons is just him. Like, Michael Parsons is that guy, man. Like, he's going to be one of the greatest defensive players ever, hopefully barring injury and he's he could win defensive player of the year this year and overall that defense for the cowboys is so good like we've got a real chance like to be one of the best defenses in the league because it's i mean you got michael parsons who one of, who's one of the best defenders in the league like i said you got a guy like trayvon diggs who gets hated on way too much like it's to a point where i understand that trayvon diggs is not one of the best is not the best corner in football but he's getting Way too much hate that's clouding people's judgment. Where I could say he's one of like, he he is he's one of the better corners in the league. Like, and he proved it yesterday with his play against Jamar Chase and T Higgins and his big tackle. I don't know if you saw the highlights. He had a huge tackle on third down at the end of the game where he kept the Cincinnati Bengals from advancing up the field, gave the Cowboys back the ball, and we won the game on a field goal. So that defense really played up to what it's capable of. 
And the offense, man, I mean, Cooper Rush, he's not a world beater. He's not going to you know, put a team on his back and win, win a game. He's a backup quarterback. But what he does do very well is know his role, play within that role, and really not play mistake-free football. And that's really all you could ask. Game manager. From, game manager. He, he plays mistake-free football. He's able to you know, hit guys in stride and just win games, man. I mean, I'm, I'm happy about <laughs> it. Like, you know, he – he was he was able to do just enough because we were able to score 17 points in the first half, scored three in the second half, really did nothing in the second half, and that's probably a discussion for a later date if we're able to you know get that in check. But overall, just a huge win, huge win to beat the Bengals because I was almost resigned we were going to be 0 and 2, and that was that. But this team showed me something yesterday, and you know I'm I'm not buying into that. There's no, that stereotype of saying we're going to win the Super Bowl after one game. That's not that's that's not me. Like it's one game at a time. But they definitely showed me something yesterday. Like I, I'm impressed, and I'm looking forward to this game against the Giants on Monday night. It's it's going to be a fun one, Da. We got crew that night. It's going to be. <laughs> it's definitely going to be a battle because that game starts uh, about 15 minutes after we end crew. But yeah, there you go, Cowboys, man. Happy, I'm happy, happy they won that game. I needed something after that absolute, the absolute um, debacle in fantasy. So, see now, I gotta ask you. Want to talk fantasy debacles? Oh gosh, you want to talk fantasy debacles? Yeah, sure, let's hear it. Mike. My team. Let's let's hear it, buddy. My team so far. I still have my, I still have Jalen Hurts going tonight at eight thirty. Okay. So far, my team. While getting zero points from the in the Colts defense, I have ninety nine points. Which is pretty good. With just his kicker playing right now, Christian Vasquez has 167 points. <laughs> oh, yeah. Christian's team was going That's nuts. That's outrageous. Christian's team was going nuts. His lowest scoring player had seven points. I mean, excluding his kicker, who's just kicked off like seven minutes ago. <coughs> I, I don't... Like, last week... He got DA, the luck of the be- draw, man. I mean, DA, like, last week you beat me by ten, Curtis by Samuel. eight points, whatever it was. Yeah. If I had started, um, James Robinson. James Robinson. You would have won. I would have won. This week I did start James Robinson, and I still got killed. Meanwhile, I'm glad I benched Gabe Davis because he's not playing. Um, <laughs> you, uh, you didn't know that? I'm looking at. No, Chris- I did. I did. I, oh, okay. And okay. also, like, no, I'm serious. Thankfully, I benched him. Not that it would have made a difference. Um, because I benched him for GJ Shark, who did absolutely nothing. <laughs> Zero for him too. Yeah, but at least there was a chance DJ Shark would have done nothing. Gabe Davis had correct. Was always but gonna... um, Jack. I think I might end up with the uh, the worst benching again this week. Why? Who'd you? Bench? I'm probably gonna. Are we gonna? Or the worst you, start? Count, I mean, are we counting the worst start on a guy who breaks his ankle in the first? No, I think that's unfair. No, that's unfair. Worst start can't be an injury unless it's no. like no. Unless worst you start is in, just a guy who just lays in is an egg. Yeah, unless you start an healthy. injured player already, like someone that is not playing in the game. Like right. If like, someone were to start Gabe Davis tonight like and lose started, the game right, by three if points. If you started Michael Pittman. Right, if I tried Michael right. Pittman or and then lost the Trey game by Lance. four points, then like that's the worst start. But if I'm, Michael Pittman plays and then gets hurt, that's different. That's, yeah, that, right. That, that I accidentally that's... started Harrison Butker in one of my leagues because I forgot to set my lineup on Thursday. I mean, oh yeah, Mo, you might. I'm gonna might, win that. You honestly might do it because I thought it'd be Dalton Schultz for me, but Dalton Schultz actually got a cash. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Did did Shark even get a target? Let me see. It's rough, man. Sometimes. But like, I opened up the uh, How, the ESPN stats for DJ Samuel? Shark. It just says 
player did not record any stats. That's like a just that hurts. That must hurt. Mo. I can't believe Arnov's team is going to be two and zero. Let's hear it. who's on his roster. Let's read him out. All right, give me a second. Let me go to Shiano's season. I mean, congrats to Arnov. Yeah, I got man. it. I got it here. He's got Aaron Rodgers who had 16 points. Saquon had 11. Brees Hall had 13. It was Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill. Uh, 42, 42 points will do it. 42 points will definitely do it. Zach Ertz. Zach Ertz? Like 15. Damn. Hunter wow. Renfro, 15. Hunter Renfro had 10 points. That's more than Travis Etienne, by the way. The <laughs> well, f- well, Renfro Rams fumbled defense. the game away, too. He really could have had 12. Rams defense had. A- How did the Rams defense have 11 points and they gave up 27? Because they. It allowed 25 points. They had two picks and a fumble recovery. Oh, man. The the Panthers didn't do any of that, and they gave up 16 points. Wait, so you've five. started two defenses in a row against the Giants. Yeah, not by and you design. Have been, no, definitely by design. No, not And you not have by been <laughs> definitely by design. You told me draft night you took the Titans on purpose. Yeah, that was on this purpose. This week you take the Panthers. That was on purpose. That's on purpose. The Titans were on purpose. The Panthers were the only team that was available with a good matchup on free agency. So... <laughs> Week one was on purpose. Week Just one was saying, on purpose. And we're 2-0. So you know what? Play the Cowboys defense this week. We'll see if the trend continues. The Giants go 3-0. Who's got the Cowboys defense? I, I don't, you got to trade him to Jack. We got to see if this experiment works. Who's got, check it out. Who's got Cowboys, the Cowboys defense? Cowboys defense. Who's NB? Um, that is New Brunswick John Hartnett. Oh, that's Hartnett. Oh, he'll trade him to you. Oh. No problem. No problem. John will doesn't have much going for him right give now. Him, no. Give him Trey Hold Lance. On. Maybe he doesn't know. <laughs> Maybe he doesn't know. For those who do not know, John Hartnett got absolutely fleeced on a trade last week. Yeah, it was not It was not good. Honestly, CeeDee Lamb was, like, not bad last week, considering that I thought he was going to, like, be awful. Yeah. No, if you want John to agree to any trade, fifteen. That's pretty that's, good. That's hold on. He did better without Dak. T really? Higgins that's was crazy. pretty good though. T Higgins. Jack, had close to if 20. you want, if you want, if you want the Cowboys defense, all you got to do is promise John that you will never purchase an above ground pool. <laughs> <laughs> or that- just tell him you'll trade him back next week. <laughs> and just and just just like a rental, just alone. And then, yeah, just because we got to see if this is a real thing. It's two games now. It's, it's hey, almost foolproof. Cowboys, Cowboys defense is pretty opportunistic with turnovers, and I still don't think the Giants have a good offense. So I agree with you. No, I agree. <laughs> I'm, I'm, no, I agree Giant, I'm already, I'm already making like six trades this week, so like might as well just make a seven. Just put the Cowboys defense in there with John, and you know, yeah, we're already just, here. It's well. like yeah. ca- it's like cash considerations. By almost, the way, you know what I mean. A player to be named you, later. Yeah, for it's, those it's like of one of those. Who are listening? Jack Ekpesay is also interested in trading for a literal ham sandwich right now. So, you know. Call him up. He'll he'll make you. An you offer. want a ham sandwich, Jack? <laughs> I have one in my apartment. If, if, the, if the ham sandwich I'll involves me getting rid of uh, Najee Harris and Travis Etienne, then I'm all for it. <laughs> Jack, I will I will cook you dinner. By the way, I told for you I, I told you Kamara's available, but I looked at your team, and I don't know if there's anything you could package together that I would be like on board with. Because you said Waddle's an untouchable, which I get. But I'm not a big believer in Najee Harris. I have ETN in a different league, and he's just making me angry. I don't know if I want him. Yeah. And see, the, and, but Kamara hasn't done anything for me either, so we're kind of both in a bad spot. You're and trading away a guy who's done nothing and got hurt, essentially. And, and really had a, a bad year last year, too. I had him in a different league. He really struggled last year, too. It's not who? just... Kamara, it's not just like this is just happening. Kamara was pretty good. I had, I had Kamara last year. He was okay. He, he had he had a couple. Kamara's pretty he good. He lost me one week. I remember it was Monday night versus the Dolphins late in the year. And actually, coincidentally, the kid had Waddle. And I had uh, I had wow. Kamara. And Kamara just did terrible. Waddle did good. And that was the end of that. Well, listen, so. I'll just say this. When was the last time Kamara 
is like the 12th ranked guy on the board in a fantasy draft. It, it hasn't been that way in some time. So last Listen, year, that he had draft a down year. was one of a kind, and I mean that wholeheartedly. That was a one of a kind, especially draft. the first round. I think the the first round was first things, round things kind of settled down a little bit after. Unreal. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Da knows that very, very well. That that yeah, first round was not unreal. To, uh, I thought I thought I was so happy getting Najee Harris. I mean, you're the Steelers fan. What's going on with him? Like, I only watch it in red zone. But like, I uh, I was a little busy on Sunday. Actually, I was I spent six hours on my feet. I've been I've been seeing on Twitter fun, that like he looks really slow. That's what that's what I've been seeing. Um, to like, be honest, like I said, I was out all day on Sunday, so I didn't really see it. But. Uh, <clears throat> Yeah, no, I mean, the fact that he had 15 carries for 50 yards is not good, especially when you consider that their longest rush came from their punt returner. Um, but uh, pivoting back to fantasy for a second, uh, Jack, I know I never answered your text earlier. You know, Jack was trying to work something for uh, to get me to give him Gerald Everett since he now uh, needs a new tight end. I'll tell you, Jack, I'm not really keen on partying with Cam Akers. Okay. Do we really have to explain our trade uh, our trade uh, negotiations on li- on live? I mean, could we? I mean, we could. We could. If you want, we could just hash it out. Just... Hash it out. Yeah. So Jack All and right, I were texting for a again. couple hours this uh, this afternoon. Right now, we were. I I offered. What did I offer? I offered Everett and Marquez Valdez Scantling for. What did I ask you for? Um. For um, Carter, Michael Carter, and Robert Tanyan, and you can, countered with. Can I say I am a huge Michael Carter fan, and from the fantasy perspective, I have him in dynasty leagues. I haven't taken him in a redraft league, to the best of my knowledge. I have him in dynasty leagues. Um, some of the leagues I, I've traded for him, some of the leagues I drafted him as a rookie. I think Michael Carter is going to be so special, whether or not he stays on the Jets or he goes somewhere else. I mean, anybody that, that plays dynasty fantasy football, I mean. Michael Carter is such a hot commodity. I took him off my taxi squad in a dynasty league uh, earlier in the week. Definitely my fault for leaving him on my taxi squad to start the season. I kind of regret that. But I, I, could, I can't say enough good things about Michael Carter. I have, an, I have him in a couple leagues. He's, he's pretty good. He's very 17 last week, and what did he have this week? Like 10 or something like that? He's projected 13, got 10. I have him in dynasty, so it's a little like... So it's an investment. Yeah, like right now my, on my dynasty teams, he's like... Barely my flex, but like, or he's what well, he's like, kind of my flex, but I, I think Michael Carter is like he's 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 good. gonna be good. He's just so solid. He he's just like a touchdown away from very good performances. Like he gets catches and he gets rushing yards. Just doesn't score. That, that's all you need. And, that's all. You and need. he's also on a team where like it's like the team is built for him to succeed. Right. And like, I, mean, I just I just I love that he's on the Jets and the way that like. <laughs> Yeah, they well, are right now. Joe Flacco, 300 yards, four touchdowns. That That's not happening every week. I mean, Joe, Joe Flacco's okay, elite. But, but he's but, elite, you know. though. Let's just stop for not a minute. Every week. Let's just stop for a minute and acknowledge what Joe Flacco did in the last two minutes of the game yesterday. That's yet another game I did not get to watch. I saw the highlights. You saw the highlights. You could skip the yeah. entire thing until I just the watched the last minutes. two minutes. <laughs> Apparently, I heard a stat today that that has never happened. That a team was down 13 or more going into the last two minutes of the game. And actually managed to win. I think I think I saw because I was watching Sports Center that night that it had it hadn't happened in so long. It was funny because the last time it happened was in 01. I forget which team won, 
But I know who was on the losing end of things. You want to take a guess who lost in 2001? The G-Men? The G-Men? The New York Football Giants? No, it was the Browns. Oh, really? <laughs> you know. It was the Browns. It was the Browns both times. And at 20-something years apart, both times it was the Browns on the wow. losing end. Wow. How Browns of them? Yeah, that's what and I, by the I way, saw that. I was like, that's just the, that's the Browns. The first yeah. game with... Oh. Uh, with Brownie the Elf painted at midfield, no less. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's up with like, that. That was yeah, the that... weirdest thing. Like, they should have kept the helmet. Now, granted, you know, I'm hoping my Steelers go in and, you know, stomp all over Brownie, come back home, face the Jets 2-1. and one. I actually, I will be in attendance at Akershire Stadium. Excuse me. You mean I, Heinz Field? Yes, I do mean Heinz Field. Field. Just call Heinz Field. Just call Heinz. I just threw up in my That's mouth a little bit. That's just stupid. Excuse me. I will be in attendance at Heinz Field. In October for that, on October second for that game. Okay. I'm uh, pretty excited for that. Going with my dad and a couple of my uncles. It sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. So, should be a lot of fun. I'm gonna, uh, you know, you guys gonna tailgate or anything or? Um, I'm not sure. We're gonna drive. We're gonna drive Sunday morning. It's like a six-hour drive. So oh, my, that's a that's a tough my, drive. Actually, my uncle is uh, my uncle lives down in Cherry Hill, so he's gonna pick me up on his way up Saturday night from here. And then okay. uh, we'll go. So it should be fun. Um, hopefully, it should be a win. It should be a win. If it's, that's if they start Kenny Pickett. If it's Mitch Trubisky, it's up in the air. You know what? I I would not be opposed to seeing Kenny Pickett. I I, I think don't think Mitch Trubisky played terribly yesterday. But I think it needs to happen. Look, do I think it will happen? Yes. Do I think it'll happen week four? Not necessarily. But I do think now. I'm not saying that I think we're going to have, you know, <clears throat> excuse me. I'm not saying we're going to have a repeat of 2004. I'm not saying that at all. What, what happened back in 04? I, I'm not a Steelers was, fan, so I don't Sorry, know. 2004 was the Roethlisberger, the year Roethlisberger was drafted. Okay. And I'm blanking on who the Steelers quarterback was. Hold on one second. Yeah, because I remember they took him in 04. That was the right, year Right, so Eli they took him in 04. And um, why am I totally blank? Ah, Tommy Maddox, thank you. I, I don't know why I'm saying thank you. I Is it bad? It. I've never heard of that name before. Okay, that's because yeah, I, he I didn't gonna, really okay, cool. um, do much. But Tommy Maddox got injured in week two. Roethlisberger took over, went 14-0 and as a start of that regular season. And then the next year took the Steelers to a Super Bowl. Now... I'm not saying I, wa- I I want to be clear. I'm not even saying this facetiously. I'm not saying I want Mitch Trubisky to get hurt. I'm not saying that at all. But I, I do think we'll eventually see Kenny Pickett this year. I think you got him, man. And honestly, you know, we've had some quarterback injuries. Now, I know that Dak Prescott is back in a couple weeks, depending on whether you ask, you know, if you ask Jerry, it's two weeks. If you ask anyone else, it's, you know, four to six. Right. You know, obviously, Jimmy G is very clearly staying put in San Francisco. You know, to be honest, I think the next quarterback, if like if someone needs a court, a veteran quarterback, I think someone might, could trade for Mason Rudolph, Steelers' third-string quarterback. He's been in the league a few years. He's not... You think he has trade value? Yeah, I, I don't think he's any good. He's not great, but he has some experience. He did take the Steelers to a playoff off spot the year Ben Roethlisberger got injured very early you know it was it was Mason Rudolph and Devlin Hodges Rudolph started most of the games I don't know what I'm going to look up what their record was that year but they played very they played he played well which year was that 
I believe that was 2019. So you had, was that when Juju was still there? Yes. So you have and a, a very more good to defense work with. Too. Yeah, exactly. Like you, you have more to work with on that on that 2019 offense and the defense backing you up. Was that um, the Miles Garrett game where he got hit in the helmet? Was that yes. that year? That was that okay. infamous game. Yeah, that infamous okay. game. Oh, look who's in, look and, who's in the uh, building! Quick welcome GM. to our GM, Dennis Geisler. Hey, I didn't say hi to you before. I, <laughs> I, I just I just was in the station. I was just gonna walk into the room. Uh, yeah, Da walked by me earlier. Uh, outside, <laughs> it was it was downstairs at Campbell Hall. Um, okay. He just kind of walked by me, and I, I was like, was I was kind of motioning at you, and he just didn't acknowledge me. I think we need I to apologize. teach Da some social skills here because whoa, last whoa. week, hold on, hold on, because I didn't tell any of you guys in this room about this, but last week I was getting off the LX, and I see a guy standing waiting to get on the bus, and I'm like, huh. That guy looks a lot like Cliff Amori. And as I get closer, I realize, that is Cliff Amori. And I, I happened to see DA standing at the yard as I got off the bus. and went, hey, I'm pretty sure that's Cliff Amori. And this guy starts gaslighting me going, no, it's not. He's too short. It was a no. joke. It was a crappy joke. You had your headphones in? Walking Today, by, yeah. Walking by Dennis? Yeah. I mean, you're clearly listening to, like, you know, one of the promos from a WRC, right? Yeah, like, exactly. Whether it be Bo's exactly. promo or my promo. He was talking to someone else. He did not have his headphones oh, in. Oh, 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 All right. Oh. All right, so I was. Dennis throwing right, heat. Regardless. He was talking to someone well, that took Buffalo Bills to be fair, minus 10. To be fair. <laughs> This is how much I didn't see you. I didn't know which way going to Campbell Hall or leaving Campbell Hall. Because on the way there, I was headphones in. On the way back, yeah, I was talking to someone. So I just, I just flat out didn't see you. Otherwise, I would have said something. Trust me, I ain't like, I ain't dodging you on purpose, bro. <laughs> like you walked in, I welcomed you. I said GM. That's the first thing I said. No, it's it's totally fine. I'm not like seriously <laughs> mad. I just thought it was really funny in the moment. It's, it's that very, is funny. very funny. It's not mad. I had disappointed. No idea. <laughs> I had no clue you were there. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, man. Well, no, that, I'll tell you what. Is, uh, next time great. I see you, Campbell Hall, I'll make sure to look for you. And if I don't see you, I'll be disappointed. No, what, what time are you guys you're Campbell Hall the classrooms. I had a 2 p.m. class. Today. Oh, I was there. At, no, he's going to see. I got see it around like He's going to see Dennis on the other side of Georgetown and just go, Dennis. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make sure if I see you anywhere, I, your name is being said, no matter how far. Okay. <laughs> like shouting over the buses. Yep. Because it's unacceptable. I should have said hello. Run across traffic. All right, I gotta step back out. Uh, Jack, I'll get back to you about the trade stuff. I'm still thinking about it. <laughs> everyone's everyone's, get, everyone's gotta I'm, get back to me. I'm about still the trade. thinking about it. I gotta I gotta right, consider right. it. That's I gotta three look into the notes. Keep it, uh, keep it Katie, Are you also thinking about a uh, a trade with Jack? All right, Jack. We were talking today about it, and like I was I was I was making some food as you were texting me, so I like had one hand on like the spatula, one hand on my phone. <laughs> what were you chuffing up? I gotta ask. Oh, I was are you making scrambled eggs? Okay, okay, okay. Work out in the morning. Bring a protein shake to class, class till 11.40, then eat breakfast afterwards. Okay. That's oh, a routine. That's solid. Um, all right, all right. That's a routine except for Tuesdays, Jack, when we have Steve Miller's class. Yep. Because um, that is a 9 a.m. class way too early. What to time do you work up. out? Uh, before my class is at 10.20. Dude, I'm going to I'm gonna start doing that next week. Let's, we'll talk yeah, crazy. Because I, uh, I, I have a three-hour um, three class in the afternoon, and I was like, this guy, there's no way this guy's going to go the full three hours, but he actually yeah, did. So I started, I'm going to have to. Uh, WRSU gym session. Yeah, I started 10, hitting 14, the gym before yeah. my uh, – I start every day at 2 o'clock, which is very convenient. It's a good time to I was, start. I'm not gonna, I wasn't able to go this morning because, like I said, I walked several miles on foot patrol yesterday in an event. For uh, my town's EMS coverage, and I, my knee is just still like right now. My knee is just shot. So like I was not going into the gym. Maybe hopefully tomorrow, as Derek Henry 
No, excuse me. Look not, at that. That was a, yeah. Excuse wow. me. Tennessee in the red zone. They're down seven, but a chance to tie it up and still Minus, cover plus that 10, plus, 10. plus ten. Plus ten. Plus ten. I'm telling you that hey. that is the pick. Um, I should have went with that for my lock. To so be fair. Jack, what? Um, <clears throat> like, I I, I want to trade. Like, I I really like. I just have to figure out what I could get rid of on my team. Who can I get rid of on my team? Because, like, I, I keep thinking. I'm looking at my team. I'm like, wow, I have Tua and leaving this week of Tua aside. Like, I don't know if this is what we're gonna see from Tua every week. It's like, oh, wow, I need a receiver. But it's like, I have Michael Pittman, who I have full faith in. I have Michael Pittman in many different leagues. I have nothing but trust in him. So I just, I like, I have to figure out what I'm comfortable getting away. Like, you said you're willing to give up anybody but Jalen Waddle. Fine, I understand the position that you're in. But I have yet to create a trading block for my team. And I have to make a trading block, put people on it, and then we could yeah. really get serious. I got you. Yeah. Yeah, I got Sorry, I didn't have my mic on. Yeah, I got you. Um it's tough sometimes when you got trading. It, I'm in a, my other league. It's a dynasty, and like trades are happening like every like five hours. I feel like, and I think it's easier when you have like picks and like long term leverage associated with it. And I think that's why trades are a lot more common in maybe a league like a dynasty. In this league, yeah. it's tough. No, Excuse in a redraft league, trading player for player. It's in also week leagues, two. It's always like, very rare that you actually see a lot of trades in a league. It's week yeah. two, Giddy. That's yeah, true. like once. Okay, so now I have Dak, Pittman, Dobbins injured. Come week five, Dak, we found out I was out for longer. Like, there's all these things that, like, once that, and like, wow, I really, really need a quarterback. Tua hasn't gotten over 15 points the last four weeks, and I still don't have Dak. Like, it's still early. I feel like things very much peak in a redraft league. Like, things start getting crazy, then by, like, I don't know. Mid-season, say week nine, ten, things are just trades, waiver wire pickups. Because right, that's but, when that's when NFL then, players are really getting hurt. Right, and that's but by then have, you like, hit the wait the trade deadline, so it's all the waiver wire. Yeah, exactly. Then you'll have like the wide receiver seven on a team who is freakishly good for this one year. Like it's just like the things that happen, you know, random things that pop up like that. So I'm gonna I, I'd be down to discuss with you, Jack. I just have to figure out what to do with my team because in my head, and I don't want to be that guy. I should be two and zero. I mean. Like I'm not. I'm, I'm I mean, gonna, I should be two and zero too. Yeah, like whatever. Everyone what if. should be two and zero. Wow, I'm going to be I'm one sorry. and ones, but I'm not. The I'm not Titans, upset that I lost that one game. The Titans so. are going for last it week on for you? fourth and one from their own from the three. You happened from, to me, Jack, from the Bills' three yard line. Your you Cowboys mean? happened to me last week. Dak oh, Prescott and Tony right, Pollard happened to Who'd me last play? week. Uh, Ellis. Oh, okay. And now Ellis is like, oh, oh, the domination doesn't stop. Well, domination almost didn't get started. Well, guess what? Now he's got them boys. Now he's got a team that's rebuilding next week. You know who else is playing? Oh no, poor! I'm sorry, Jack. Yeah, it's me. Oi. So I'm so sorry, Jack. Sorry, Jack. I Who played Ellis. Do, do I need to get the, uh, the funeral it. music back? <laughs> I, pl- I played no, Ellis this week. I lost. <laughs> yeah, Ellis is a uh, credit to Ellis. He's got a great team. He, he, yeah. he got another 128. That's a good week. That's I feel like 128 for our for uh, for a, a 14 person week. league is 14 good. 14 person PPR. For, yeah, I, mean, I tried it. 166 for Christian is. For f- is not consistent for like, fourteen people, and it's a league where there's no three receivers. Like in some leagues that I'm in, they do three receivers and one flex. This is just two, mm-hmm. so one less position to start. It's, it's it's a good week, and he's done it twice now. And I'm not even going to sit here and say like my team had a chance. My team had no chance to win this week due to injuries and just speaking about horrible performances. Speaking about so it's Kyler post cod now. It, it honestly might be because I think the uh, early access came out like last week, so it might be. I mean, he showed oh. up. He showed up against the Raiders. <laughs> he kind of got me some garbage time points that ended up turning into a win for them. So that I was also him. another crazy game. Yeah, yeah. That was the Raiders that was, sold sold the oh bag. My God. I think you're up twenty to nothing in the third quarter, and you lose. 
Speaking about not, not just lose. I don't. Did you watch the game at all? Jack, you said you had red zone on. I assume you yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they, I had the Cowboys game on though. So like, once the Cowboys game ended, I had that on. They gave up a touchdown right in like the fourth quarter, or whatever. I swear they for the two point conversion. Kyler was running around for like twenty seconds, twenty yeah. seconds on yeah, one yeah. play. That yeah, ridiculous. And then I think converted. it was like twenty two seconds. He ran it in himself. Ran it in himself, and, and that, like, that was I just to it, get to fifteen. And I then also, he scored again. I heard a stat that. Kyler on that play, on that scramble for the two point conversion before he scored, ran like literally eighty five, covered eighty five yards of ground. Yeah, somehow. just like running back and forth and just trying to find an opening, running yeah. back and forth at the fifteen yard line right. on a two point conversion. Right, and he got in, and then the other touchdown they got it all the way down to fourth and goal with like four seconds left in the game, and he somehow finds Zach Ertz in the back of the end zone. If you watch it from the angle behind, from behind Kyler. It's like an impossible angle to just see that. He threw it over two defenders with like a hand up. And You're it talking, just... talking about the A.J. Green catch, right? Or no, I'm talking about that? the Zach Ertz touchdown okay. at the end. The A.J. Green or was it the, was No, wait. Was it the ridiculous. A.J. Green touchdown? Are you talking about two-point conversion? Maybe. No, because it, it was fourth and goal, I thought. Okay. And I think it was a touchdown. I don't remember. Regardless. I'm talking the about the two-point was... conversion when they tied it at the, at the end of the regulation. That's was that, Where about. was the A.J. Green catch in the end zone? That was in the middle. Of the, that was like right by the goal post. Ooh, so maybe it was that, and he was like kind of, and maybe yeah, it was that, maybe was that AJ was Green. it then. He threw it up, it didn't even look like AJ Green was open. open. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, there was no <laughs> angle there. Then they tie, then in overtime, both teams, have the, both teams have the ball, <laughs> but uh, both teams have the ball, have gotten the ball, the Raiders have it, Renfro fumbles, and then they went off a scoop and score, and I mean the Raiders were like 10 yards away from a Daniel Carlson game winner, game set match, and they gave it away. Uh, I just the Raiders. I can't believe they did that. I mean, they had that game pretty much in wonder, the bag from the third like quarter. To lose the game like that, or even if like you're the Bengals. So the Bengals lost lost this week to the Cowboys, but the week before that, as Mo would know, they literally had the game won. If Evan McPherson makes the extra point that he's probably made in like what night, like in his sleep, basically, like for yeah. his entire career, he makes a field goal. It's over. We're sitting at they're sitting at one and zero. I wonder what it's like losing a game like that when you like are and by sitting the way, there. Like, it's got to be so demoralizing. And by the way, he also shanked the field goal in, in overtime. Don't forget that. Yeah, it's got to be so demoralizing like, from the root of the problem, though. Like, if Evan McPherson hits that field goal, we're not talking or hit that extra point. We're not talking yeah. about if the Evan snap McPherson. was good. If the snap, the, was, the backup either, long snapper was playing. If either snap was good. The Steelers lose that game. That like I know that. Well, it's and a, by the way, Chris Boswell. Oh my! Like I know we talked about last week. Still, the loudest boink I have ever heard in my life. Yeah, it's it's got to be so demoralizing though yeah. to lose oh, like sure. that. Because you got to think as a player, you're you're thinking you're gonna win that game, and then just like the most unexpected stuff happens, and it's just it's I like just, a domino effect, one just, after another. Can I just point something out that I just realized? You it, I don't know what the uh, the Bengals did in the preseason, but the preseason doesn't actually count for anything. So, since Evan McPherson stayed on the field to watch the Super Bowl halftime show, the Bengals have not won a game. Mm. Think about that. That's a good point. Yeah, Although, but it's also I don't it's know if it has to do with that. Like, <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just joking. I love here. I love those kinds of stats, but like, <laughs> I, I'm that's like that. You know the you know the greatest one of all of them is What's when that? the picture with all the Giants on the <laughs> boat. <laughs> <laughs> The they Giants still haven't won a playoff game since, since then. Since this we haven't been to the taken. playoffs since then, Mo. And Odell Beckham hasn't been relevant since then. <laughs> we haven't we haven't won more than seven games since then, Mo. 
There's a lot of things you could say since then. We haven't I been know. 2 and 0 since then. Rutgers hasn't played a game under the lights at night since then. Probably. <laughs> exactly. With fans. Oh, man. Steve Peichel probably wasn't the head coach of Rutgers since then. <laughs> probably just getting started. Yes. Ron Harper, was probably, Ron Harper was probably still in high school. But Geo Baker and Jordan Bohannon were in their junior years of college. <laughs> <laughs> and still had seven more years to play. <laughs> Did you guys so... I can't remember the name. Um, the Minnesota wide receiver, he just suffered a season-ending injury. Minnesota college football, not Minnesota Vikings. Okay. Um, I could try to find the name. I'm not sure. Um, really talented. Really, actually, a really sad injury because he's in his sixth year now. Um, I'm going to try to find his name. Um, and it's it was... One Chris the... Ottman Bell. Yes, that's exactly. So, he's it's a leg May injury. May ask he's for seventh-year eligibility, by yeah, the way. exactly. He's asking for his seventh... His family, if his family chooses to go that route, they're going to ask for their, his seventh year of eligibility. And, like... As much as like this injury like is awful and like really really hurts Minnesota and like significantly impacts the Big Ten like that's Geo Baker Jordan Bohannon levels like oh yeah like seventh year of eligibility like think about See, it that's Gio middle school and only, high school he's still just in college Geo was only five years though the only thing with Geo is that he played all five full years like, no I Bohannon, I, I just Bohannon yeah, was yeah Bohannon like was he he got hurt one year but he was one extra year than Geo well that that's because he got hurt because yeah. Geo was able to get his COVID year. Jordan Mahanen got his COVID year and, a, and an injury year. Yeah. yeah. I on. mean, Caleb McConnell's pushing into it now, too. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Because <laughs> Caleb yeah. McConnell benefited from COVID and injury. Yep. Thankfully. How many how many eligibility years does he have left? There's only one. Caleb is done Caleb's after this. Caleb's done after this okay. year. Hold on. Well, how, so the how injury doesn't Chris really Ottman then. Bell is already 23 years old. Like. Yeah, that's. I mean, sad to see him go down. It's just seven years is, is a lot of time in, you know. I mean, he's College. also playing for a great coach. He's playing for well, a fantastic coach. Even then, a uh, person that we know very well is going to be 24 years old at the start and in the oh, middle of this good year. Point. Noah Vedral. He he started college, I think, in 2017. I want to say he's also he's also like pretty old for college. And where is because well, he school. sat a couple of years and transferred a whole thing. And so. he transferred before the transfer rules changed. Yeah, to- 2017. UCF. Was, and then he was at Nebraska. Then Nebraska then and then Rutgers. Rutgers. So Yeah, he's been all over the place. We could have a we could have a spirited conversation about old college players if we want to. So <laughs> what do you say? We go to break and hit rapid fire to close out the last ten minutes Let's or do so. It. Let's do it. And welcome back to the WRSU crew here on this two Monday evening. Sorry, I'm so used to being on the Tuesday crew at this point, but we're back for the rapid fire segment. And Gideon, you're very uh, interested in this one event that happened over the weekend that you were showing the entire studio just before. Yes, um, I have been very excited once I saw this come on on Twitter today. Actually, I saw this when I was in Campbell Hall, uh, bringing up some old... And not uh, seeing Dennis? Old, yeah, I did, not, I did not see Dennis. Not see I, Dennis? I scanned okay. the room. He was not there. Unlike some people. <laughs> um, so <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau, who is not golfing on the PGA. There's a lot of golf politics. I don't know it. We're, so we're not going to get into let's, it. Let's stay out of He's that. golfing in a non-PGA tournament. Uh, he's walking to a hole, and the way that they rope off the hole and the course from the, the you know the fans walking around is that they do that. They just put up a little rope, a little bit of twine, um, and usually it's one of those things where your caddy will lift it up, you'll walk under. But for whatever reason, there's some miscommunication, and Bryson DeChambeau like gets clotheslined by a rope. Of course, it gets caught on the cameras. Of course, it gets broadcast. But the biggest thing is he just stays there. He stays down for a minute. So Bryson DeChambeau... Star golfer, consider day to day rope burn. You just show me that video and miscommunication. I guess he thought the caddy wasn't going to lift it because he 
stood up straight. Usually, if you think he's not going to lift it, you're going to lift the leg up to, you know, go over it. I didn't see that maneuver at all. It just, maybe he didn't think there was a rope. Maybe it's like one of those things where it's like you're walking down the hallway with somebody. And you just assume that they know where they're going and you just kind of yeah, roll no, with or, it. Or when it's like you're approaching the doorway, you go left, they go to their left, and then you go right, right. Oh, and, and it's just like, like uh, no, uh, no, uh, no, uh, no, you go, uh, all right, fine. And then like you like stick yourself to the wall and they walk past yeah. you or something. Uh, I thought I thought you were going somewhere different. I thought you were going to say like when you're just walking with someone and you're like you're just like out for a walk and they'll be like you turn to the person and go but wait where are we going they go I was following you yeah I don't know there's just a giant rope in your way watch out <laughs> I mean I have um, I have done things like that like just about 15 years ago we renovated we expanded our house and apparently when we moved back in like where there had once been a doorway there was now a wall and apparently for the first couple of weeks, I was like six when we moved back in. Apparently for the first couple of weeks, I just kept walking into that wall. <laughs> As my sister enjoys reminding me. <laughs> yeah, so now you and Bryson DeChambeau have something in common. Yeah, um, it's also just like Bryson that. DeChambeau lifts a lot. Like, besides for golfing, he's, he's really into lifting weights. So it's like this, like, giant dude just on the ground. Um, so, yeah, there's, there's Bryson DeChambeau getting hit. Another story, and this one... Um, you know, as John Rossing would say, we're only, I think it's 49 days till college basketball season starts. Hashtag we sleep in May. But Amani Bates transferred from Memphis. Now he's at Eastern Michigan. Um, arrested today on gun-related charges after getting pulled over and having been found with a gun in his car. I mean, it's, it's you know, what, what, do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Have you guys all seen the news? I did not see that news, but, like, come on. He, like... Look, my father has or, or likes to say, just because you're a good athlete does not mean you're a smart person. Like, they're saying that that what or he's trying to say that that wasn't his car. And, yeah, that's and what I heard not, his lawyer say. And it's say. not his gun. Okay, Listen, but you're still responsible have, for what's in the vehicle you're driving. It's really, it's really sad though because Imani Bates was one of like the top recruits. I think he was the top recruit in his class, and you know, there's a lot of noise coming out now about. The NBA changing their changing their uh, draft requirement from 19 to 18 years old. They're going down to, uh, so kids can come out of high school. Maybe a guy like Monty Bates would have done that. Instead, he has to go to Memphis. Now he's at Eastern Michigan, going home. So a lot of, I mean, just, I mean, he would have benefited from being straight out of high school. But that doesn't take away from the fact that he's made some pretty, him and his camp have made some pretty interesting decisions since he left high school. And uh, you know, I'm hoping for the best for him. I mean, it's not not looking pretty uh, not looking pretty good for him right now. But you know, you never want to see someone go down a path where they could possibly face you know court time or jail time or no. So being, why was he pulled over? Because he went through an intersection without stopping. <laughs> so a ticket, like a. I got you. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't sure if it was like a DUI or something like that. Um, and apparently he was he was very cooperative and was cooperating with the police the entire time. And all right, good. He, he was, I'm sure I'm sure he was scared. Hold I mean, on, he's a hold young on. kid. Like I, I, like I when you s- get pulled over, you get nervous. I'm sure that's how everyone like it's probably got, like his first time getting pulled over. Yeah, he's a kid. Yeah, he's got, just he's just I, a kid. Hold on, he's younger I got than a, all of us. I got a like, new story for you that Giddy, that what you said just reminded me of. So I'm gonna bring us back to January of 2014. Uh, yes, I remember it like yesterday. <laughs> there was a report Rutgers that football was thriving. <laughs> but they had not played under the lights. Head coach Kyle Flood. <laughs> oh, was that Flood? Was so, Ash? No, that was, no, that was, that flood. was flood. Anyway. That was, right after, oh. that was the year we had uh, 56,000 people against Penn State packed that place. And that was the last year of the bowl game. 
Yo, was it under the lights though? Yes, it was. <laughs> there you yes, go. it was. Before we lost seventy-eight, nothing. No, it was like and I'm saying before, like a couple uh, years. Teams, before, our whatever. teams under Kyle Flood are pretty good. Whatever. Oh, anyway, solid. the point is, in January of 2014, Ryan Tannehill and his wife rented a car in South Florida, and when they returned it, they found that his wife had left her AR-15 in the back of the car. Well, she couldn't check it under the plane, so. <laughs> How does Actually, you can, that? by the way. I'm pretty sure. How well, does someone that forget that? That would have been that? great in 2014. Yeah. yeah. Oh, phone, wallet, keys, <laughs> mask. Oh, no. No, a Pelican case that's like all our WRs. <laughs> no, no. It's, uh, <laughs> so, no. Someone forgot no. to lug that around. <laughs> I could understand that. I think no, I mean. Unwieldy like, in the airport. Dylan, <laughs> Dylan, you can just you can see the picture here on the screen. Yeah, it's a, I mean, it's a big duffel bag. I mean, I don't It's a big it. duffel bag that was just left in the trunk. Like, oh, if it, was, if it blends in with the seats. And if it was that big, you have to pay the overpriced baggage fee then deal with yeah, it when you land. Come on, she just wants yeah. to go home. Oh, trust me, I've done that before. With, uh, with <laughs> oh, that haven't equipment. we all? Haven't we all? Yeah, it's just uh, bad. That's pretty funny. Um, yeah, so. But yeah, Amani Bates, it, you know, it sucks to hear that. But again, if that's what he's going to say, it's not his car, not his gun. That's one thing. But obviously it's someone he knows because why else are you driving that person's car? Typically people don't let you borrow their car unless you're, you know, pretty close to that person. So whether it's his or not, I don't know the full details. I will say that it's most likely somebody that he is has a pretty good relationship with and probably knew or was aware of some kind of possession of a weapon. I mean, again, like Gideon Jack, how many like of your friends' cars or how many of your friends have let you drive their car? Zero to the first, and I've let one person borrow my right. car. Right, and you let people borrow your car because you have a trust that they'll be responsible, right? So if it's not his car, unless he just flat out like took the keys and the person had no clue... Which In I which case, know. he's got separate legal problems. Right. <clears throat> I'm just assuming that he got the AOK to do so, and if that's you the case, you gotta so. know. You gotta know that that person owns a weapon, right? I mean, like Gideon, if if you were like, um, like my brother, like really, really close, I'd know if he had a gun, right? It, or if, if I was taking if we were college car. teammates, right? Okay, but I would know. You know, I would know that there. I, I was you know driving I mean? with a friend. I'd of my, ask, like, is it in the car? But you would know. I was driving with a friend of mine. Last night, and we were talking. I knew that he was planning to buy a gun. I didn't realize that he did buy a gun. We were talking about it last night. So, like, if I was driving his car and it was in there, I wouldn't have known. When the friend was a Monty Bates, dump off. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was my car. And what were you doing in Eastern Michigan last night? <laughs> That's a bigger question. All right, but that is going to take us to the end of this. Again, this was Jack Bisea's fantasy football team funeral. Woohoo! Uh, in lieu of flowers, please send players. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. Or a ham sandwich. I'm not. Do- I'm not done yet, listeners. I'm not done yet. Well, there you have it. Positive words for Jack Bisset to end the show. This has been the Monday Crew: Moshe Golubchik, Dylan Allen, Jack Bisset, and myself, Gideon Fox. Stay tuned to WRSU. Scott Einhorn up next on 88.7 WRSU FM New Brunswick and online at WRSU.